0: So he gets hit by this beam. They get scared. They think he's dead at this point. He's not moving. His body is lifeless.
1: What's up, everybody? This is Freddie Correa and Lizzie. And today we're talking about one of the craziest stories when it comes to abductions alien, alien abductions. Abduction. Jinx. Jinx! Ow! You <laughs> <he> poked my <laughs> nose. So, today on this episode, we're gonna talk about the Travis Walton incident that happened on November 5th, 1975. Five. Five. It was nineteen seventy-five. November fifth. Him and his buddies, six of them, were out there working like lumberjacks. They were lumberjacks. <laughs> <I love her. laughs> and they were timber trimming. They were hired by the government to do like I don't know how many acres, but it was a lot. They might have taken up a contract that was a little too much for them. A little too much. You think the Betty and Barney Hill story is big? It is big, but more people know about this story than any other abduction abduction story. Abduction? (laughs) Abduction story.
0: This story is one of the biggest stories. And I always say, why? Why does this story become big? So we're going to ask ourselves and we're going to find out why is this story in particular? Why did it get so big? Even has a movie. It has a book. This guy is like all over, still going to conferences, UFO conferences, he's doing interviews. He was on
1: Joe Rogan Experience.
0: He was on Joe Rogan. He has a
1: book called The Walton Experience.
0: Joe Rogan, did he copy Travis Walton, did he copy?
1: I think they were both inspired by the Jimi Hendrix Experience. He's a musician? Yeah. What? I'm gonna edit that, you don't know who Jimi Hendrix is?
0: I mean, if you would ask me who he is, I can't tell you for certain. Well,
1: Well, yeah, he's a musician. The greatest guitars of all time. Oh. Some would say. Sorry, I don't
0: know. I mean,
1: his name is familiar. I act like I only know like one one of his songs.
0: What is
1: it? The one that goes, Dum You always hear like in the intro of like war war movies. There must be somewhere some news. Now I'm a man. No. <laughs>
0: no. I'm going to have to hear it now. Okay, so Joe Rogan had him on.
1: He's been all over the place. He's
0: been all over the place. And Travis Walton does have a story.
1: When I was a kid, I saw the movie, and I got too scared, and I had to stop it. The movie's called Fire in the Sky. I saw it in 1993 on HBO. And I didn't know much about alien abduction stories. I knew I knew about omnis. we used to call them los omnis, los extraterrestres. Like flying saucers, but I didn't know that they could actually take people until I saw this movie. Travis was only 22 years old, and he was working uh, as a logger man. What do you call those people? Lumberjacks?
0: He was out in the woods with his friends. And there were
1: six of them, which is important. Six other guys out there.
0: Was this the first uh, reported alien abduction story?
1: No. Actually... Good thing you brought that up because before that it was the Betty and Barney Hill.
0: That was first, and then Travis was after.
1: Yeah, Travis was after. Travis was 1975, I believe.
0: Okay, so these gentlemen are. It was a normal day for them. Nothing out of the ordinary.
1: Yeah.
0: Group of guys, and then they're done doing their work, cutting the trees.
1: It's dark. Hold on, let's just wait. Oh, where's? Well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> We have to put our faces, our avatars over this. <laughs> we can still talk. Yeah. Let's put our avatars over
1: it. All right. So it got a little dark. Now and we are back. We're back. <laughs> we're back in the light. Yeah, they're called loggers, and lumberjacks. Oh, so,
0: lumberjacks. That's the. I word. said lumberjacks there. No, you did not.
1: Rewind the tape. What do you call those people? Logger, lumberjacks. It was in the. It was at the end of their shift, so they all got in the truck all six of them and they're taking off everybody's leaving already and as they're leaving they see a red light coming from the forest and it's like a glowing light it looks like there's a fire they stop to check it out there's no smoke and all of a sudden Travis Walton 22 year old known to be very brave at one point he even scared a bear by going scared him away.
0: Yeah, he was known to be a mischievous one, trying to always get into trouble, always yeah. trying to see what's going on.
1: He starts approaching this light, and they notice it's a ship hovering.
0: We're talking about UFO ship, and instead of running away, Travis gets mesmerized and gets close to this thing.
1: Yeah, it's like he's getting drawn towards the light.
0: If the UFO ship like captivated him with some spell, yeah. Like,
1: come closer, come closer, my child. Here you go.
0: He gets out of the car, Travis Walton, all by himself, without even telling his friends. Hey, homies, I'm gonna uh, check this out real quick, sure. without even like consulting. Bad on him for for just um, being selfish and not taking into account his friends. His friends are yelling, begging for him to come back, come back to the car, Travis, come back. And what does Travis do? Still selfish. Travis, he continues to ignore them and walk away. Mm-hmm. So he had many attempts. So he gets hit by this beam. They get scared. They think he's dead at this point. He's not moving. His body is lifeless. And so they peel out because they think probably this beam is going to shoot out again and attack them yeah. and kill them. So they leave. They're running out. They're scared. They're f- like probably shocked at this point, trying to take it all in.
1: So they don't know if he's dead. They
0: don't know if he's dead. But the boys that are riding in the car, some of the guys don't want to go back. Mm-hmm. But Mike's like, no, we have to go back. Okay, so they all went back to go find Travis. And guess what? Travis is not there. Mm-hmm. He's gone. The aliens took him. So they freak out. They, they look around to see if they can find his body. But they don't find his body. First thing they think to do is call the sheriff. They tell authorities everything that they claim that they saw what happened to Travis. Uh, The first thing that the cops are led to believe is that he killed, or that they killed Travis. They killed him, yeah. And they're like, just tell us the truth. We'll make this process, try to make it easy for you guys if you just tell us where the body is. None of their stories changed. After all of the interrogations, multiple questionings, they even had lie detector tests on all of the guys. And they did come back as they were, they were telling the truth. So what does that have to tell you? That although you can say that maybe they made it up or it's not true and you, we don't know the facts. But the fact is that whatever that comes out of their mouth, they're saying that it's true to them.
1: Was it five, six days later he appears back on November 11th? He calls his sister or brother from a payphone. He reappears, okay, and he's freaked out. To him, it just been a few hours, but to them, it's been five or six days.
0: He doesn't know how long he's been gone. To him, it's just it just happened. It and just happened, huh? It, it like... just happened, and they took him and they give him back. <laughs> and no, in reality, they just he... return him. <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna take you for a few seconds, scare you for a little bit and drop you off
1: he believes that they might have been uh fixing him because he got hurt and like that he thinks that that wasn't their plan originally that the
0: beam hurt him and that they picked him up to make sure he was okay
1: yeah so so his version is that he feels that the reason they took him is because they noticed he got hurt so he has that kind of guilt mentality where he feels like it's his fault that he got abducted it's his, his fault that everything happened it's all his fault He takes all the blame.
0: Well, it's not all his fault. It is partly the alien's fault that took him. Yeah. So he returns back. Everyone is wondering, where have you been? And the police officer who was questioning the boys, the guys who thought they had killed him, now they're questioning Travis. And they take Travis to the hospital because, you know, he's been gone for five days. He hasn't eaten. He looks pretty...
1: Yeah, they're freaked out. They pretty take him all the way to
0: pretty worried about him.
1: They take him all the way to Phoenix.
0: Yes, he's from Snowflake, Arizona. They take him to Phoenix, Arizona. They notice that he has a puncture wound on his arm as well. Very interesting in that. Why does he have a puncture wound? And they noticed this. So he comes back, they take him to the hospital. The cop wants to interview Travis. And so the brother that found him and picked him up said that's fine you need to answer some questions travis the world needs to know because the world and everyone is asking questions so travis decides to sell his story to the national Enquirer for ten thousand dollars
1: by the way i from the research we're doing you could tell when somebody's writing the article because somebody said he was prized ten thousand dollars Because the article I was reading from... It was more of a skeptical person. Somebody that thinks he made it up. So... It was actually a a contest... Of who has the best UFO story. Yeah, that's a detail that... The people that are for Travis... That's the thing. Like if you're... If you're biased in one direction... Sometimes... You might end up... uh, Totally... fudging uh, Fudging the truth a little bit. But apparently... It was a prize. That'd be interesting to find out if that was true. Yes. Because that seems a little bit fishy.
0: I agree. Let's figure out if that is something we need to put into this investigative story here. Well, Travis selling the story, now we know his experience when he went up to the UFO. Because when he went up there, he remembers what happened to him. And he wakes up on this table with this lights over his body and he looks around and he sees aliens. He sees three of them. Uh I don't know what I would do if I saw that. I think I would pass out from the fear.
1: He says they were like small, bald, big heads. Hairless. And one of the things is that he described it as... Other people have described them. He even mentions that. He says, what I saw was similar to other reports. So when you see something like that, and you hear other people are seeing something similar, right? That's kind of like a confirmation. I don't know if I was making this up.
0: He also says that he felt so much fear when he saw them. Like, his initial reaction was not calm. And he blames it on Hollywood. He had an interview with Joe Rogan. During that interview, he mentions that... Hollywood has partly to blame because when you see ho- alien movies they're, they are mostly pictured as evil, they want to kill us, they want to you know destroy the planet.
1: Yeah, attack us with lasers.
0: So when he saw these aliens he immediately was combative and wanted to fight them off. He says that he found the first thing that he could find and it was like this glass rod and he started swinging it at them.
1: And by the way, for the people that have seen the movie, in the movie, apparently he's attacked, but that's not correct. He says that they kind of changed it a little bit. Hollywood did. Yeah. So his story is that he's the one that actually got a little too crazy and started swinging that piece of glass or whatever it was.
0: He started swinging and the aliens needed control Travis.
1: But they had no reaction though. Like, no fear. They didn't react to him other than, you know, like they just saw this crazy human.
0: In the interview with Jorong, when they talk about maybe because they're so advanced, these aliens, that they can communicate with each other telepathically.
1: Oh, yeah. It's like they were communicating. They're like, they didn't need to use their mouth.
0: So, as he's fighting off these aliens, the next thing that he remembers is just being unconscious. Wait,
1: there's another part. Which part? There's another part that he didn't talk about on the Rogan, but I I've, I've have a little intel. So, after that part, the three there's three short aliens that are bold, and they kind of figure out, oh man, he's freaking out, we're not going to be able to do what we need to do. Whether they're experimenting on him, or they're fixing him because he got hurt. He ended up going to a different room, or he gets escorted by uh, a taller creature, wearing a helmet a glass helmet and he says he looks he or she looks like a humanoid i was like okay what does that mean humanoid well apparently humanoid is something that could be either a clone a robot some any kind of uh body or something physical that looks human but it's not really human so this humanoid walks him over to another room at this point he sees another one babe another
0: another humanoid. humanoid
1: that stares at him and gives him something that he describes like an almost smile i think i kind of picture like a mona lisa smile because is she really smiling he said he felt a little bit of com- comfort Con- comfort 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 he felt a little bit of comfort from the and and that's something that helped them relax so in the when he goes into detail on this three hour almost three hour interview with rogan he does say that he thinks that because he freaked out it's possible that maybe they he doesn't know if it was a real creature the 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 creature that looked human but it was very tall and he thinks that maybe they brought it out because they know that humans freak out when that happens and that calms them yeah so that could have calmed them but i'm thinking to him, it all happened really quick, but it actually took five to six days. What if when he was on a table, he they knocked him out again? He just doesn't remember that part. Yeah, and and
0: probably, that's a possibility because he doesn't remember.
1: Doesn't remember.
0: Those five days.
1: I've told you before, when we, have, we, when we had our experience where we saw some strange lights across the valley in Reno, but all of a sudden we hear noise coming from our car, which is off. I've told you before, what if but from the moment we saw the lights and then we heard the noise coming from the car and we freaked out, what if something happened? Time. What, what if there's time missing in between? Like a lot of people, a lot of alien abductions, most people claim things like that. It's, it was just a matter of seconds, moments. So when, when he gets uh, greeted by this humanoid, he calms down and next thing you know, that is when he opens his eyes and he's outside. In this in the highway and, and he
0: says he looks back though and then he sees the flying saucer leave
1: not taking off huh yeah damn that must be crazy right and there
0: the first thing he right. does is call his brother yeah and says hey pick me up and his brother is thinking this is a prank it's not his brother i'm sure they're getting all these like fake calls and travis says no i'm i'm this is me pick me up yeah good thing that his brother believed him because his brother picked him up and lo and behold travis is back in town
1: one thing that i forgot to mention while travis walton was missing is that when they went out to search for him with the sheriff and all the volunteers and all the crewmen they went back out and they were trying to search for his body see something see if they could find anything well mike rogers he says he saw some men dressed in red. And I'm guessing people are kind of spread out because he saw, he saw them by themselves. And they had some devices kind of like inspecting the grounds. And when he, he, he went up to him and curiously, he thought he was part of the sheriff team or the crew looking for everybody. Looking for Travis, I mean. And he said he asked them, hey, what are you guys doing with this device? And apparently they were looking for signs of radiation
0: coincidence that just a few days before or the day before no at the night of that they that this happened to travis they abducted him and they see this man it remind it reminds me of the recent story here in las vegas of the alien of the nine eight foot creatures Mm -hmm. coming here and then the family seeing these you know suvs men coming around yeah in other words, the cleanup crew. The
1: cleanup crew is back.
0: So Mike Rogers possibly saw the cleanup crew. Yeah. And they tested, right, for radiation. They were
1: testing for radiation. So then he thought of an idea. He's like, well, I haven't, uh, all my clothes I used that night, they're still in my truck. I could go grab my gear. And if you guys want to test all of that, because that was near it. So they're like, yeah, for sure. So he brings it over. He brings their, his hard hats, his PPE, you know was ppe, PPE is protective personal personal protective equipment so like hard hat you know boots or whatever is it here no and they he brings it back and apparently their detectors they start redlining. so they definitely detected radiation up in this mother. he runs over to the sheriff and tells him hey i just went and talked to your guys the guys in the red suits and uh they found radiation on my suit and then the sheriff's like, what? What guys? Hey,
0: what guys? Who are you talking about, Willis? Look,
1: like, I, I didn't, I don't know what you're talking about. He he goes back to look for them, they're gone. So I'm thinking, this is definitely the cleanup clean crew.
0: Oh, by the way.
1: Oh yeah, we're at the drive-thru. <laughs> Today, what, we're what we We're not
0: in In-N-Out though, so don't come at me. Yeah, yeah,
1: everybody's <laughs> trying to say we just like In-N-Out. We're at Raising. We Raising Cane's.
0: Today's Raising Cane's. Yeah,
1: one of our favorite, favorite chicken places. Yes. All right, so should we go with the...
0: You know me, I want two to three chickens, a lot of fries.
1: You just want the the whole chicken? Three chickens?
0: (laughs) Three chicken tenders.
1: Can okay, Hello. Good, good. Thank you. Um, I'd like to order the Caniac combo, please.
0: Caniac combo.
1: What kind of drink? I'll do a Diet Coke Easy Ice. Diet Coke Easy Ice.
0: Okay.
1: And then I'll do the box combo. And for that drink? I'll do Diet Coke Easy Ice as well. Okay. I'll do an extra fry. Okay. Extra toast. Okay. And uh, let's see, two extra coleslaws. Two extra
0: coleslaw.
1: And the last thing will be three cane sauce extra.
0: And that's just for us, baby.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. How you doing? Can you with Coke EZS, and two on the side with four on the side with ketchup and the hot sauce in the bag. Correct? Perfect. Yes. $37. 91. There you go. Thank you. You right nice. it's good, huh? Good. I the like order. that. Nothing better than when they repeat an order. I
0: love when they do that. I should, yeah. That should be a mandatory thing. You
1: yeah, should always repeat an order.
0: If, when I become president, oh, I'm going to no. make that a requirement for all fast food establishments that they repeat the order back to the customer.
1: Thank you, boss. oh and can I ask you for more hot sauce, baby? <laughs> we're a hot sauce family. Yeah, you're a hot sauce family too. Not
0: really. Are you a hot sauce family? Oh <laughs> what? I don't know. We are a hot sauce family. Yeah, we are. <laughs> and a sauce family, just sauces in general. Oh Ooh, my God. Fry.
1: Mm. You no know what I'm talking about right here? My right ham. Put a little bit of mm,
0: Okay, I'm good. Can, I can carry me over?
1: No, no. You need some of this. Want to f*** up your life? Get some of this in your life. Mm Mm-hmm. Never talk dirty to your food? That hit
0: the spot. Here's the spot? Just a little, yeah.
1: Hell yeah, we got it all. Yay. They didn't f*** up the order. Good
0: job.
1: Guy, the cashier guy. The cashier. He was very nice. He
0: was very
1: nice. He's the kind of person that I would tip him. Like, five bucks. Just for being such a great guy. Just nice. Just repeating the order for me. That's... Yeah,
0: you didn't have to do that.
1: Oh man, did he give us straws? Mother,er,
0: that did. guy. He probably did.
1: Yeah, I'm just kidding. I was just being dramatic. He was kind almost of, perfect. He was almost perfect. Sorry, Corey. He looks like a Corey. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Corey Matthews.
1: It was Corey Matthews
0: <gasps> from uh, Boy Meets World?
1: Oh yeah, he does look. Yeah, that's why I think I went with Corey. Oh sorry,
0: kind of did, yeah. Kind of did, huh? Yeah, the, curly the curly hair. hair. <laughs> if you know that show, Boy Meets you're World. a real one.
1: <laughs> yeah, Boy Meets World, man. But
0: if you don't know that show, you're a real one, too.
1: Whatever happened to Topanga?
0: She's still alive.
1: Like, she she, like didn't continue acting?
0: Whatever happened to her? Uh, we should do a series of what have happened to them.
1: Where are they now? Where are they now? I know the, the fat guy, he got really buffed. Let's do that. I'm done.
0: <gasps> yes.
1: I'm done with that. What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So, those guys that were dressed in red, I'm guessing... They could have been just somebody from a temp agency. Uh, they could have not been the real cleanup crew. You know what I mean? Like I remember when I used to work for a place called Manpower. It was a, a job temporary agency. You would go get, you would go sign up to work for them, and you would let them know if you're down to work for warehouses or in, industrial jobs. I would always select all jobs. One time they had us go and be literally the cleanup crew. Other people were assigned to clean up, and it was for spillages. Sometimes there's spillages on the road, things happen. Sometimes you just gotta get like hire whoever, just a temporary agency. So I think it's possible that these guys were just like from manpower.
0: Tired to do
1: just hired a to one do day
0: job or yeah. just that. And obviously they didn't give them all the details. Yeah.
1: That's why when, when he, they went to talk to him or he went, uh, Mike goes over to talk to them. They're probably like, who's this? You know, or it could have been like the government, but whatever. They already got the radiation detection, what they were looking for.
0: What leads me not to believe it or maybe question it more is if when he talked to this, you know, gentlemen who were covering the red suits and he says, hey, test my clothing mm-hmm. because it may have radiation. Yeah. You would think that they would. What? What do you mean has radiation? What happened? Let me ask some questions. Let me get an incident report. Yeah. But maybe it was way over their heads. And like you said, they were just. Uh, there to do one job Mm -hmm. and they're not going to take a report from this random guy telling them like hey test my clothes for radiation because x y and z happened yeah
1: and if anything it's probably like the government found out i mean this story got big so the government found out about the ufo observation the abduction so they sent a crew out there right and there's also reports that other people saw something flying in the sky that same night. Wow. Travis Walton even dropped some names on Joe Rogan. He There was even some people that he didn't drop names because he's like, I never got their permission, so I'm not going to stay name. But there's other people that are witnesses. Just like the whole, going back to the angel thing, you have other people witnessing something strange in the sky. Even the cops had that footage.
0: So this is happening within our lifetime. There is an actual person saying that they got abducted, that they saw the aliens. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do you believe he did this for fame?
1: You know, there's some things in Travis Walton's um, past that are a little bit strange, just like anybody else. You're always going to find skeletons in someone's closet. Apparently, a few years before, Along with uh, Mike's Mike Rogers's brother, I believe it's his little brother. He was there that night of the abduction as well. A few years prior, Travis Walton and Mike's brother were arrested for burglary and forging checks. They got in trouble for that. So that's like falsifying stuff, right? It's not good. There's also reports that he was already into UFOs. Now that's that's a that's one of the things that's like. I'm into them. What if I get abducted? Am I not gonna, you're not gonna believe me if it happens to me then?
0: Yeah, that's, the fact that he was into them doesn't mean
1: anything. Yeah. So that's probably the only thing that kind of makes me um, question him. Oh, okay, let me take it back. That's one of the things that makes me question it along with the money he got from the Esquire because if it is true that it was a competition, I don't know.
0: The thing is, is that he has taken polygraph tests and all these gentlemen as well, all the men have taken numerous, numerous polygraph tests, and they've all passed that.
1: However, polygraph tests are cool. They're good and all, and they have a cool name. We always throw them out there.
0: Like, you know, <laughs> polygraph, the name? Yeah, like, it has a cool, a cool name. It's a
1: cool name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it makes it official, legit. However, it's not legit enough to use in a court. Did you know that? They don't use polygraph tests in the court, so the only place you're gonna really use them is like Legion of Skanks or Mari or like uh, Travis Walton. So that's not that reliable. Here's why: because there's people that you could look up videos on this. You could uh, trick a poly uh, a lie detector
0: because it just measures your uh, nerves, yeah, mm-hmm. your blood, not your heart rate. Yeah, I'm assuming
1: yes or no questions. So if you go in there now, if you go in there and and they say are you a man yes you just remember those emotions like there's actual ways where you could prep yourself it's
0: really hard for me to believe that if these men were lying true that they were all be trained to say okay we're all going (laughs) to train ourselves for not our heart rate to go up and this question yeah that's really hard i believe
1: yeah i I agree on that as well so in the beginning of the episode i said that they kind of went out on a limb with this contract it was a little bit too much they were kind of behind so The skeptics, they like to say that it's possible that this was a way to get out of the big contract with the government, because if not, they would have got some jail time. So legally, whether they just let them go and say, hey, we're going to get someone else. Legally, they were able to get rid of the contract, and that doesn't usually work out that way. So some people believe, and that's why that they made up the story. But man, that's a far fetched story. And two of them have passed away already. No, com- no deathbed compes- confessions from them. So that kind of like, it's a total of six, seven guys. Like you said, it's a lot of people to be lying about it.
0: It, it. it would just seem so hard for them to really get this story straight, for everyone to get their story straight. Right. Like that telephone game. You tell one story mm. to somebody or a group of people and you start at one end of the line and it, at the end of, when it goes down all the people in the line, the story changes. Yeah. But their story never changed. No, it and didn't. They, and regardless of the polygraph test is not reliable, you have to give it some credit due that they all passed them. Yeah. And where did he go? If, if it's not true, where was he hiding for five days?
1: <laughs> yeah, that is true.
0: And why, like, I just can't see him wasting all everyone's time, money, resources, if he was hiding just somewhere and someone's house for five days and then i don't know It just i mean it's possible lot, i mean it is probably it is you can't deny that it would take a lot of planning and manipulating yeah. and a lot of planning for this to go how it went mm-hmm. what do you think i believe that they saw something something unexplained gosh i want to believe he got abducted it's crazy for me to want to say or say that out loud But I believe he got... Something happened to him. He got abducted.
1: Mm -hmm. I don't think he's lying. I I honestly don't think... I'm trying my best to be a skeptic, but... Man, this guy kept the same story for a long time. $10,000 and...
0: How can six men lie that they saw something?
1: And another thing that Walton says is that... These men, some of them were excommunicated by their families or friends... Because they thought, man, shut up.
0: They received no benefit from this. Why... The only benefit you could say is Travis, he gained $10,000, I guess, uh, from this story from National They Empire. made a movie. They made a movie. Maybe he got money from that, too.
1: The guy that made the movie, the director, and the writer, they didn't believe Travis. And here they are making a movie about his life. That sucks. That's
0: sad, yeah.
1: That's like, man, what a kicked to the nuts you're making a movie about me but you don't even believe me they didn't even want to speak to him until after the movie was made
0: the only thing that i could take from this from me or a lesson learned is <laughs> speak your truth regardless i
1: thought you were gonna say something else
0: <laughs> what did you think i was gonna say i
1: thought you say is uh don't get out of your car and look at the lights that's what we did last time
0: <laughs> that too if you see suspicious lights in the sky don't get out of your car.
1: <laughs>
0: or don't go looking and s- trying to see what it is. Yeah.
1: Curiosity no. killed the cat.
0: I believe something happened. I believe he got abducted. Adopted? Adopted? I, 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 know. I think you he got adopted by the aliens.
1: <laughs> Can we put on our tinfoil hats for a second? All right. This is wild. I was thinking, what if he was abducted, but it wasn't aliens? There's this conspiracy out there that a lot of these abductions are happening, not by aliens, but by us. I'm not talking about us from the future either. I'm talking about us in the present. Just so they could mess with the population and start conditioning them to. So, like, this is one of the biggest stories. It even had a Hollywood make a true story, right? A true, inspired by true events movie. What if us having the technology that we took in 1947 from Roswell, we have this technology? Like, a lot of people don't believe that the UAPs they've been seeing are from outer space. They believe it's us, our technology that we have hidden, that we have not, um, that they have not figured out how we have yet. What if we got this uh, technology from aliens? What if they abducted him just to mess with him? and to make them believe that it was aliens, and it's not, it's us.
0: It could be the government is always scared to release information to the public sometimes. So knowing that, they're like, okay, how can we release certain information to them slowly?
1: And I heard this from a doctor named Stephen Greer. He left his profession to pursue all this UFO stuff several years ago, and he is one of the people, he had insight, he said, he, he said, that he knows for a fact that not all of these are alien abductions. Some of them are us. Are, that's why I said, "What if it was us?" Like DJ Ak- Academic said, that landed on Angel's backyard, testing like a new Iron Man suit. You know, wow. something like that.
0: For sure, I know that if it wasn't aliens, it was something that with
1: advanced technology
0: that they that grabbed Travis something in the sky that they saw whether it be us in the future whether it be us in the present now whether it be aliens yeah i don't know but what <laughs> i know is that he saw a spaceship and something and they took him who is it yo no sé
1: yeah
0: pero es somebody i
1: i do believe him though um wh- whether it was like you said us or whoever it was that it, it this guy's living his whole life like this and he has other ufo stories that we could mention on another podcast in the future but uh you know no one likes your other like when when you have a one-hit wonder when you're a one-hit wonder we want to know the big one so we gave you guys the big one
0: and that's the big one
1: that's the big one now if you like it take it if you don't
0: don't watch this big one over here yeah this other big one watch
1: this video in my face Watch the one in her face
0: bye thank you so much for watching see you on the next one